1: Hey, good evening. You are listening to The Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is The Roden Hour, and The Roden Hour is here every Monday evening playing independent rock and roll from Brooklyn and beyond. We opened our show this evening with Already Gone by our guest this evening, Stephen Artemis Jr., who we are going to be talking with in the studio in just a moment. We followed it with The Sun's Evil Twin, new release by them, their song Confusion, the album, the EP, International Brotherhood of Evil. I hope that's not setting a tone for tonight with Stephen. And, <laughs> <laughs> and we followed it with tune by the Jack Cades from their new release, Music for Children. Don't let them bring you down. Stephen has just released Intervivos. It is out now. Stephen is a guy with a guitar and a harmonica. That's Welcome. Right. Hello. Thanks. Hey, uh, we need to let everybody know We've just passed our third birthday, and perhaps without your assistance in the falling birds, we might not have made it this far. So, thank you, thank you very much. So, or you might have gone farther. (laughs) You never really (laughs) know. So, what I'm talking about is that when we did uh, Radio Free Brooklyn's official launch three years ago at Lucky Thirteen, boom, falling birds were there. We We were there. We were there rocking the shit out of the stage yeah it was fun it was a great time yeah so thanks for uh, having opportunity to personally thank you for for doing that and helping us out as the as the station voice for arts in brooklyn and beyond well you guys are so you know we're just happy to be here (laughs) there are going to be lots of opportunities for you to get out and see uh steven in the next month so we've got three shows um coming up the seventh at pine box rock shop eighth at the footlight and then june 10th at the gateway uh an official north side festival show yeah okay yeah. <laughs> did i did i miss any or no it, no no i'm playing
2: uh, albany new york or playing the um uh the low beat up in albany on uh june 1st as well ah okay a lot of town show got
1: it yeah help me out with intervivos. okay but what, what what the heck does that mean <laughs> Uh, inter vivos means, um,
2: between living things or between living beings. And it is generally referred to, um, when speaking about, uh, giving a gift, it's Latin, of course.
1: <laughs> so if we were speaking, if we were saying inter vivos a bunch of times in a fresh kitchen, we wouldn't get some guy yelling at us, right? Uh, no, I don't think, I don't think okay. so. They, you know, I don't know. I mean, we'll see if they see who knows Latin. Yeah, well, that's the, <laughs> I don't really know much more uh, than than that. So, this is your debut yeah. album as a solo artist. It is, yeah. It is. Um, how did you sort of feel about like different feel going through it all by yourself? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Higher
2: anxiety? Um, you know, I, I wouldn't say it was higher anxiety, um, but it was just a different process, you know, um, when, you know, working with Dave and the Falling Birds. Uh, is an awesome experience and so um, it was always pretty easy but then doing it on your own um, was different in that you could just sort of make game time decisions and just go with it you know and just with your gut. yeah,
1: but then you got nobody else to blame. It's true, yeah.
2: I, I never really thought about it that <laughs> that way, but you know, now that you've mentioned it, <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe maybe uh, maybe it'll be you know in the back of my head. No, 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 you'll be fine <laughs> with that. No, it's, it's cool. I, you know, I never really thought of it that way. Just you know, put it down and
1: and see where it goes. And, so, and to go back to the the album title, then so that now I understand now that I understand the album title and what it means. It sort of encapsulates all the songs on the on the album because I I have found that a lot of them are based on relationships yeah. and the interactions between two yeah. living people, two living objects, and whatnot. So yeah, many of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, so right. we, we we opened with with already gone, which um so, somewhat of a dark song, because um, I sort of got out of it that it's like loss of innocence for people, and I, I sort of almost thought that like it's like are people going off to war?
2: Um, they could be.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: they could be. They could be going a lot of different places. I, I'm not really sure. Um, I don't know that I had a direction. Uh, I don't think I was trying to tell people what was going to happen, but I just had this feeling of impending um, doom. <laughs>
0: sure. <laughs> so I think
1: you're right. I think that's kind of where that song is coming from. Yeah, because it was – I was – say trying to imagine the the scene and and i think the lyric is you know some of them some of the people are scared and some of the others are proud yeah and and that's what for me sort of brought it into like oh my god where people have been conscripted and they're all going off somewhere and because everybody's coming down to the town square to wish them i don't know well to see them off
2: um yeah it's um i mean i think i'm just kind of referring to it a general division
1: um, in in people's attitudes towards something or ideas, and and that's and that's really sort of the key, right? You don't want to pigeonhole somebody when they listen to the song to say that it most definitely has to be about this, right? Yeah, I, I mean,
2: I I don't like to be too specific in telling someone what they should get from a song. I kind of I think that's the power in a lot of the songs that I. Um, personally really like from other artists so you know i want to allow people to draw their own conclusions um and be a little intentionally vague on some things sometimes okay and sometimes it works in your favor but other times you know it's good to just you know be be direct but (laughs) not with that one that one's definitely a little more
1: yeah yeah and is it with the the lyric like your mother's waving with the back of her hand is that what you yeah you, you said so i was trying to like i was trying to picture that um, I, I couldn't figure out how somebody would wave that way and then I sort of went to the conclusion the giving someone the back of their hand <laughs> um, yeah I was, going
2: into, like, <laughs> I was going into deep dives when I was listening to it. yeah no that that's awesome I, I love yeah every time I interview with you you always go into the deep dives and i <laughs> I appreciate that man um yeah I uh just envisioned uh actually yeah you saying waving with the back of the hand i I was just sort of picturing this strange moment where like sort of dreamlike where things are just not something is just awkward something's off about it and i was picturing someone waving with the back of their hand as a you just look at it and you're like wait that's not that's not right yeah something's something's wrong
1: And, and which again then ties in with the other sort of lyric that i was picking up on about where all these people some people are proud some people are scared yeah. Um and so but something is not sort of right in terms of what's going on yeah okay yeah exactly should we hear a, like a happier song <laughs> yeah let's <laughs> do it i'm not all dark <laughs> no, no 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 not not at all <laughs> um so so this this next one is an absolutely i think a uh, lovely song um and we're going to hear long braids in her hair Oh, cool. A- and uh, we're going to follow it with the gentleman who splits his time between new york city and indiana a gentleman by the name of brick briscoe and then a brand new release that's going to be coming out in June by a band called I See Hawks in L.A. And you are listening to The Road Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn, and this is Stephen Artemis. King of the Rose Mead Boogie by IC Hawks in LA. That is on their new album, Live and Never Learn. I, <laughs> I will attest to that, that's for sure. Uh, that's going to be out on June the 10th. They are country folk from LA. Before that, we heard gentleman Brick Briscoe, his song, Sally Sells Her Shit by the Seashore, his new album, which was released on May 8th, um, is four or IV, depends on uh, how you might want to look at that. He's going to be in town in October, and hopefully we'll be able to have him in the studio and talk about it, and we'll get the direct answer about what his new album is called, either 4 or IV. Looking forward to it. Exactly. It is going to keep me up at nights until October. (laughs) No, he writes a lot of really great stuff. And then we open that set with long braids in her hair by our guest this evening, Stephen Artemis, from his recently released album, Intervivos. Just want to give you a reminder that um, if you want to stay as up-to-date as possible with what's going on at Radio Free Brooklyn, that you can listen to it wherever you go, on the go, that you can go to our homepage, rfb.nyc, and download our app for iOS and Android. And as I was explaining to the gentleman uh, earlier, who was a guest on the always awesome Seeds of Afro with DJ Nenem, that you can Bluetooth from your phone to your car. I know not a lot of people have cars in New York City, so but whatever you can that I love listening to seeds of Afro while I drive over and I do it by my phone into the car. Can you plug a, a, a wire into the headphone jack and plug it plug it into your car too? Um, yes. As long as I don't have one of those like super new, like, yeah, you know, Apple going. phones without the, <laughs> yeah, all that, whatever, stupid, uh. really terrible crap. Um, <laughs> so Steven song long braids in her hair. I like, at first I was like, I was like, did you like sneak a daughter in on me that I didn't know about and like you're we talking about like a daughter and then I, I was like that's a it's a wonderful to me as it, I sort of went like it's a wonderful wedding song. Oh nice, I, yeah. yeah. Okay. Play go ahead, play it for play it for the weddings. Well, yeah, well that was thirteen. Cut that that was thirteen <laughs> That was thirteen years ago. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much to to my wife. Um worst decision she ever made, best decision in my <laughs> life, that's for sure. Yeah, um, but I like she got the short I, end of the stick. Sure, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but um, I'm never invited back on the show. <laughs> done, done. <laughs> let's just plug in and let's just play more music. Um, but like I say, it is most definitely like I say in terms of the contrast of what what we opened with in terms of already gone like long braids in her hair to me is much more uplifting, much happier. Uh, like I say, I view it as very much a love song. Yeah, it is. Yeah, absolutely. It's about, you know, spending time and, and just
2: enjoying simple things.
1: Yeah. So, and, and so the white dress is just a white dress. White dress. Yeah. Yeah. No other great significance to it. Oh, well,
2: you know, I guess, I, you know, I'll let you, I'll let you be the author of that. Right. Yeah. You
1: know? Yeah. And, but, but again, I, I, I get it. Like you're, you're really in love with this person. Like you love the way they look, love the way they're yeah. dressed. Yeah. And
2: I, you know, just, I, I think people in, in all white, well, you know, whether that's a wedding or whether it's a, anything else, it, it just, you know, you, you pop, mm-hmm. you stand out, you know, I think they painted angels in white for a reason. Sure.
1: <laughs> so, so what was, the, what was the impetus to, you know, where did these songs come from that you decided that you wanted to release Ooh. something on on your own? Oh, um, well, I, I'm always writing
2: songs all the time and so, you know, my former, not former but previous band, the Falling Birds. Um, I had a bunch of songs that I hadn't um, really seen as Falling Birds type material because that's a pretty rockin', you know, yeah. two piece type type band. And, and where we were going with that was just much more in the um, the direction of uh, more like you know, indie kind of sound. And and um, this stuff was different and it had uh, Some of it had a much softer edge to it. I mean, even the darker songs like you're pointing out, I think still have a bit of a softer edge to them. Um, So they were just songs that I had that I really liked, but I didn't really think that they were, they were gelling with the direction of that band. So I had demoed them out and sent them to my friend, Brian Speaker, who's a a producer here and an an amazing uh, artist and producer at Speaker Sonic Studios. And he's over in Ridgewood and, Um, he liked them and we, we said, you know, why don't we, you know, why don't I stop by and we'll demo on on some high quality stuff. And one of the tracks is actually from that demo session, uh, short sympathy. And I liked the, the demos enough to say, you know, all right, well, why don't we reschedule, uh, and kind of really put them down and, and we did, and they wound up being, I think, really good. So we just sort of started, you know, sharing them with a few people and, um john uh brian's uh friend john and yellow who's a uh mix you know mix master and, and producer and stuff he did all the dinosaur junior records and he did a lot of work with sonic youth and uh the breeders and stuff like mm, that okay and i mean those are all well-known good bands. i mean they're like my favorite you know, <laughs> bands you know that that whole era is i'm a big fan of so He liked him, and he said that he'd work on the project. So I was like, "All right, well, I guess I guess I gotta work on this project now," Uh, (laughs) you know. Not that I was upset, but I was like, "Yeah, that's okay," you know. Let's let's go. Let's do it.
1: Now, you 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 were saying you had these songs, and what was it that didn't make you sort of think that they could get adapted to what you're doing with the falling birds?
2: Um, well, I guess they could. They just, um, I don't know, they're just a little softer. Uh, They, I think, they sound the best acoustic. and I really was liking just putting a, a just a lot of harmonica mm-hmm. on them um, and uh, I just felt like they sounded best, just you know de- letting off the pedal a little bit, dialing them down and and not being so electrified right and um, and also you know it's it's fun to just be able to play them um just go out and, you know if I want to book a show in Austin like you know I went down for South by that came together real quick i mean it came together and i didn't really have to plan i just was like okay you know, i'll grab my guitar and get on the plane right. and go down so um you know i, I like the idea of just being able to keep it simple and and uh trying to see you know how how that works out
1: now, was was the trip to, to austin for south by southwest was that like your debut performance as as with um, these songs
2: uh, it was, I think, my second one. Okay. Yeah, I had a show in in New York and at pianos. I think that was my first one, and then I went down to South by. Yeah.
1: So that's like being pretty bold on your. <laughs> on you're a behalf. bold guy. <laughs> well, I, I I guess if you're if you're going to, might as well throw them right out into the fire and see what happens, right? Yeah. Exactly. I mean,
2: I liked them. I felt confident about mm-hmm. them. So. Um, I mean, I, I I feel like even you know if we had The Fallen Birds playing them or if I played them, it would have been good songs either way. But um you know, that's just kind of the way they, they they came out.
1: Now, so. y- before you started playing in bands, were you doing solo shows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, was it di- different feeling then going back to doing solo shows.
2: um Yeah, it was because before, I mean, it, that was a long time ago. It was like ten years ago. When I was playing songs by myself and I was just not as confident, you know, and I, I, you know, I put the band together, I put the Falling Birds together because I was getting some offers to play bigger gigs uh, and, you know, to fill the space and and, and everything. It was nice to have a band, you know, to play with and not have to just be me. Right. (laughs) And I could hide behind the name of the band. You know, it's not just me. it's It's the Falling Birds. It's not just Stephen Artemis Jr. It's... Yeah. everything else so um yeah it was less pressure to to have a band and do that but i was playing for quite a while um just acoustically around in the singer-songwriter scene here and you know that's where i started
1: for from when you first moved to brooklyn yeah yeah okay um and then do you feel that the scene has like changed in those sort of you know 10 years has has yeah (laughs) (laughs) absolutely (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, back
2: then there was a lot of DIY stuff and, um, there's a lot more music venues and, um, there was a lot, I, I thought there was like fewer people, you know, at least places that I was going hanging out, you know, now it's like on the weekends, everything is crowded and there's like, you know, lots of people around. Back then it was kind of much more empty. Um, but in terms of the scene, I mean, there was, uh, uh, yeah, that was kind of the beginning of the whole folk rock thing, you know, what was that? You yeah. oh, know, 10 years ago, geez, I don't want to put a label on it, but, uh, uh, yeah, we don't want to tell people how old we are. Yeah. We're we're
1: just going to say it 10 years ago. Uh, yeah. It was like 10 years ago.
2: Yeah. But that, yeah, I mean, the scene has definitely changed. I mean, now, um, I feel like it's almost come full circle. It's like, there was a lot of, uh, there's a lot of like, just, uh, singer songwriters just doing doing the thing very stripped down and then that that folk scene got more and more built up with you know more instrumentation and mm-hmm. and stuff and um, over that 10 year span because you know just the natural growth of the, the scene and then uh, I feel like now it's kind of going back to to just being very raw uh, I mean I could be wrong that's just what I'm doing maybe that's all <laughs> I'm seeing <laughs>
1: Your focus of the world is very very narrow yeah yeah. this is what i'm doing this is what everybody else is is doing so Uh, yeah i only have so much time (laughs) so let's give everybody a little taste of uh of the falling birds all right um and then we're gonna follow with a band who's also played at one of uh radio free brooklyn's most recent shows Um, and their brand new release uh, nasty creatures came out on friday so the one not-so-new song that we're squeezing onto the playlist this evening uh, is going to be Anything Worse by The Falling Words, and we'll follow it with Stone Giant. You are listening to The Road and Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn.
3: I'm on my back
1: many times by Stone Giant from their recently released nasty creature EP. You can find that on iTunes and Spotify. Steven, where can people pick up your album? Uh Bandcamp, Apple Music, Amazon, it's
2: on Spotify, all the majors. Okay. Yep, everywhere.
1: Excellent. And and of course then if you have a car and you've got spotify and you can bluetooth it and listen to it in the car yeah you can listen to it right here on the road an hour you broke brooklyn exactly exactly <laughs> and uh so before that we heard the falling birds their song anything worse and what was that what was that you said as soon as we it kicked in you're like oh yeah that's a, <laughs> that's a completely different sound oh uh, yeah that's a completely different sound yeah so
2: <laughs> you see what i'm talking about yeah. that's the direction we you know the falling birds are going and um my uh, solo record is a little bit different. Well,
1: yeah, and th- and that's cool. And I've I've always um I've always admired that. I've always like found it really interesting that you know artists have those those songs that come out in a different vein when they're also doing and creating really great music in it. You know, going in another direction. Yeah. Well, thanks. I, I think yeah. I think anybody who creates stuff, um,
2: it's like your your palate. You need to cleanse your palate sometimes you know right. so like you're doing this one thing and you know the falling birds are playing those those songs for a really long time and it's nice to just you know have a palate cleanse and just do something different.
1: right and, and and from that perspective then you can you come back to yeah doing a falling bird show and you're like wow right. let's just like go at it hog you know yeah hog wild yeah exactly um so speaking of shows next yeah that's memorial day mm-hmm. next monday oh my god oh yeah happy happy victoria day to everyone in canada uh, <laughs> I've, I've been here so long that I've forgotten, like, my Canadian calendar. Uh, <laughs> but next, uh, I know, how dare me. <laughs> next Monday, Radio Free Brooklyn is putting on something called A Night of Dreams, which is going to be taking place at the Footlight. Uh, do you like local talent? Do you like theater, music, and Radio Free Brooklyn? I do. Yes, 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 yes. Checks all the boxes. Y- yep. Um, what if I told you there was a show coming up that combined all four? I would be interested. Excellent. It's absolutely true. Um, So if you come out to the Footlight next Monday at 7 for a night of dreams, a cabaret show where young Broadway and off-Broadway performers take the stage, perform various songs from their personal dream roles. And you know what I'm not going to do here? What's that? I am not going to tell the story about when we did the fundraiser at Cafe uh, or at Rubelod and there was burlesque. Why not? Why wouldn't you tell the story? Well... (laughs) (laughs) and we were both scared shitless. (laughs) But anyways, the tickets for next Monday are only $5. They're going to be available at the door. Don't miss out. This is what is sure to be an awesome night. The Footlight is located at 465 Seneca. That's in Ridgewood, Monday, May 28th, 7 p.m. That is Memorial Day. You'll have had your fill of barbecue or whatever, Mm -hmm. and you'll want to go out and have some good laughs and be entertained by artist and it will happen and it will happen that is correct you'll get your fill (laughs) indeed um so just a question when you were like doing the recording Mm -hmm. um you you recorded it live like again the different process Mm -hmm. of sort of saying like you know when you're working with a band you're going to do takes for this you're going to take for the drums takes for the guitar Mm -hmm. was it much more like a like a live raw recording about what was going on yeah yeah i mean
2: i overdubbed the lyrics on most things that um short sympathy which is towards the end of the the record um is one that least, was just I a look one. at me
1: being the terrible host and we're not even playing it
2: <laughs> no it's fine <laughs> that that one was that one i mean can't play all of them yeah that one um was just uh like i said a, a demo take so that one was just raw and um actually you know usually when you go through and you master a record you, you pull the lyrics out of it mm-hmm. so that you can use it for you know commercials or whatever so you have that version of it but that one you can't because it's it's in all the mics it's like when that's all bled in there the guy's like i can't i can't do this you know jeff lipton was like no no, that's you know i can't do it it's gonna cost too much money (laughs) um but the the rest of them um yeah i I think i overdubbed um the vocals but the guitar stuff is all you know live yeah
1: so when when you're writing these these songs and you said earlier that you sort of take copious notes of just about things in life mm-hmm. and then you're, you're writing songs. Like what's an average number that you're sort of juggling in your head? A number of songs. Yeah. I'm usually writing like seven at a time. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and just trying to, you know, piecemeal them together or yeah. like you- <laughs> try to balance my life around my songwriting. Cause it takes up so much of my time.
2: Um, yeah i they they sent they tend to like all come together at the same time so i'll finish like three of them at once you know and then you know throw the, two of them out and then
1: be, because the, basically you sort of starts to come together for one and then you're you're sort of like okay i like that but it goes now here it's like putting pieces of a puzzle together where <sighs> where you sort of this is the direction that it goes now i know i can use that yeah. Whatever I was thinking it will go over and go somewhere else. I think so. I don't know. It just sort of comes in
2: waves for me usually and I and um I don't know when I overthink writing too much it tends to detract from it. So like I'll just get in moods where I just feel like writing and, and I'll and I'll feel um, like excited and I'll be like working on my excited song and I'll I'll write to that and then same day I'll feel sad or something and I'll put that in a sad song and write about that. Yeah. You know, sometimes it, it sometimes it all comes together in, in just one, you know, nice um, song. You just wrote, you know just wrote it that day, and mm-hmm. that's great when that happens. But you know, when when you're actually laboring on stuff and working on stuff and writing it, it tends to just sort of all, you know, gets uh, gets jumbled up. For sure, and I'm just trying to sift through it.
1: <laughs> the, so the the last song we're going to hear from you, um, "Hard Way." It it to me, there's. I don't know. It, it, it evokes Steve Earle.
2: Awesome. Thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, and it, it's interesting because knowing you and knowing some of your other songs, I I wouldn't, um, I would say, Hey, he's trying to rip off Steve Earl. I mean, like this is what it makes me think. And I just sort of, I don't know. I, it, it uh, just sort of think of like I'm gonna sit out on a porch and I am gonna listen to Hard Way, um, or you're gonna be sitting out on the porch and yeah. playing Hard Way, and just um, not that I don't want to see it live when you're playing at Northside yeah. Festival, um, yeah. but I, it just creates this whole atmosphere for me. Yeah, um, that, that was one of the ones that just came out. The whole
2: whole hug. It just it was exactly that. It was like uh, you know, I just had the the guitar.
1: There's nothing much to it. You know? <laughs> It's like two chords the whole song. See, I hate you when you say that. I hate artists when they say that. When I'm like, I really dig this song, and we're like, yeah, yeah, but there's nothing much to it. And you're like, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah well, I'm, well, I'm just you know, a little simpleton, I guess. No, I mean, I, I like the song. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it enough to put my name
2: on it. But but um, what was it? A Lou Reed said something like, you know, a, a song is one chord, you know, or one or two chords, and like three is
1: overkill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, he would know <laughs> yeah, that, that's <laughs> yeah. definitely for sure um, so before before we hear it and we're, then we're going to close out with another brand new release uh, by friends of ours nuclear family fantasy um, can you give people the rundown of when your shows are your upcoming shows yeah so um, I'm playing at Albany on June 1st
2: at the low beat that's going to start I think at 7 o'clock for all my uh, people up in Albany and then um, June seventh at Pinebox Rock Shop, I'm kicking things off at nine o'clock. That's part of the Rocker Stalker um, uh, showcase for the North Side, which is what those three other shows are. So that's that's the one that I'm playing for their their showcase. Okay, so June seventh, you're, 7th,
1: you're, you're not o'clock. participating in June eighth or June tenth. No. Oh, maybe, but <laughs> only if they ask me.
0: Okay, I was just
1: rolling with the punches. oh gotcha. Okay, <laughs> my, my my bad, my bad. <laughs> okay. um, steven it's always a pleasure uh to visit. Maybe at some point, at the, at the next time, we'll tell that story about the about the burlesque and We'll just we'll leave people somebody wanting more for your next. Yeah, visit. you gotta yeah. leave them something to chew on. I think it's a good e- idea. Exactly. Uh, please stay tuned for everybody plays the fool. uh You're gonna get a theme of music for the week. Uh, for the for the next hour, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Shane is going to be visiting with Mike from the Jerry Curl Chronicles, and uh, so you can imagine what we have on the playlist. today. We're going to close out with Stephen Song, Hard Way, from his recent release, Inter Vivos, which you can find on Bandcamp, Spotify, iTunes, and what else did I miss? Anything else, just Google it. it. <laughs> Anything else, just Google it, <laughs> and then we'll close it out with... I Don't Want That Anymore by Nuclear Family Fantasy. You have been listening to The Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. Thanks that. Catch you on the flip side.